Babe. I'm right here, Robert. <laughs> what you doing? I'm trying to get this show started. Okay, what show you on? The Boiling Noodles. Alright, that's right, the Boiling Noodles Show. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I'm your host, Alexandria. And I am Robert Mason. And we're here to discuss topics that's going to stimulate the brain and conversation. Get out there and do it. What topics do you want Business, to Business. Family. Faith. And community. Those are our four pillars. So come and rock with us. Boil with us. Let's start boiling your noodles. Okay, so we're talking about community. What's your part? Or I should say, what's our part, right? We gave the definition before we went on to break. So we'll read it again. A group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. A feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. From that definition, what do you think? Like, do you feel like you see this a lot? Um, what are some examples, I guess, that you feel community is? I mean, it would I, be. I don't think I see it a lot. I think we've gotten away from that. Based off of that definition, having a particular characteristic in common. I can't say I have something in common with my Nate with our two neighbors next door because I don't have any idea what they stand for believe things of that nature other than the color of their skin I know that based off seeing them or the fact that we live in the same on the same street in the the same same community right Right. so there's a a feeling a a fellowship like Mm -hmm. I don't I don't have a feeling of fellowship with them as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, or goals. I have no idea what their goals, attitudes, or interests are. And that comes from a lack of interaction. Right. So I think that's why we've kind of gotten away from the community aspect because we're not interacting with individuals like that, like we once did in the past. Right. Well, I'm going to give a shout out since you mentioned neighbors. I'm going to give a shout out to Deidre because she is definitely um, our favorite neighbor. She's very interactive, you know, very just introduce herself and make sure she keeps an eye out for us. So shout out to her. All right. But I so I feel you. I see this in different things when we talk about community. Um, I see it in Zeta Phi Beta Gosso. But uh, I see it in my sorority, absolutely a community, which is definitely one of our, well, community service, definitely one of our values. I see it when you are looking at different uh, organizations um, that are, that have, that that share the same common, you know, interests and they fellowship. Mm -hmm. I do see it in families, you know, at time as well. I do see it, but I do agree with you. With saying that we have gotten away from it, especially during this time, right? We're doing virtual. So you're not really like that hyper connectivity is not necessarily there as much, except through a screen, um, a phone behind the mic, like right now. <laughs> but yeah, I can see where we can get away from community. And I, and we say that this comes from the presidential campaign, well, the presidential debate, but it really does stem from a lot of different factors, uh, just everything that's going on in the world, which is why we brought this up. We thought about 1 Corinthians 12, 19 to 21. So chapter 12, verses 19 to 21, where it pretty much helped us remind, uh, well, remind 
it reminded us, goodness, of of community. So do you want to read that, hon? If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the hand cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that, that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable retreat with special honor. And parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. So I can't forsake my neighbor to the left or my neighbor to the right thinking that the one across the street is better. Right. Everybody has a part to play. Right. And we all have to contribute some form of fashion. It's not up to the president to make our life better. I think it's up to every individual to make this world better. That's what I take from that particular scripture as it relates to encouraging us as a people in our own community. Yeah, I, and I take too just the way we look at one another, right? You know, the one that's weaker we're talking about is not indispensable. You know, we're looking at that. It just reminds you that of the other scripture in the word of God that's talking about don't think more of yourself, right? Than God thinks of you. So really don't try to think of, don't think so much of yourself that you look at others where you can't help them or where you feel like there is no need um, you know, to them. So I love that scripture about the body. We have one goal, we have one vision, and we all know that we have different talents and gifts because we're all unique. And we use those to operate towards that. We work in harmony with one another. That's that fellowship piece. All right. So what should a person give to their community or how should they give to their community? I think they give their strengths. They give their talents. They give their gifts. And at the same time, they're protecting them too. Because and not protecting them saying like self-preserve, I don't want to give you too much, you know, or anything like that, but using it as it should be used as as you're instructed to use it. Mm-hmm. That's the protection piece of it. Right. Give your strengths because the, the, the feet help you walk, but the brain tells the feet what to do. Mm-hmm. So just because you have legs don't mean you're able to use them. Right. Without the brain. Mm hmm. Without the heart, there is no point of having a brain. So everything's interconnected. Everything has a, p- a part to play and allow that piece to operate in its lane. Like whatever that pur- whatever your purpose is in the community, do that to better the community. Stop trying to do what somebody else should be doing. Absolutely. And I hope you remember that when you try to ask me to cook, when you know I can't cook. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to eat. <laughs> well, you, I mean, hey, you got to play your part. That's my part to eat. <laughs> but so when we talk about that, you know, doing, you know, using your gift, using your strengths, uh-huh. what do you, what like, give us an example, speaking personally, what would you say is in, what is your strength or what is a strength of yours? I think connecting with people, being relatable. I, I do have a, a, demeanor about me where it may not seem I am relatable to you. <laughs> I, I, some people may look at me like look like I have a, a mean attitude just by facial expression. I was surprised when you said that, but I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> Wait. What, you don't think I would know that? No, I was surprised when you said connecting with people being relatable. Mm-hmm. So when you continue, I was like, okay. <laughs> no, nah, because what's 
once I understand the ground you're walking on, I can walk on that ground with you. I can find something in common with you. Gotcha. I can find something to relate to, or even I can share something that I went, I experienced that you can relate to. But just by looking at me, you may not know the history, or you may not know the wisdom that's floating around in me. But as soon as I start to pour it out, you're like, okay, this is a cool cat. You cool baby. I'm a cool cat. <laughs> so I think uh, just being relatable to people and under and, and allowing them to see that I'm accessible just like you. You know, I have issues just like you. I go through hardships, I had struggles, and I bounce back just like you. I'm not know it all, be it all, but I'll try to do research to figure it out. And what's important to you? Knowing that there's a, there is another individual who will probably take the same path that I've taken. And I want to share with them some of the hangups that's on that path. Because from the outside looking in, it looks like everything, my road has been smooth and easy when that's far from it. So... Mm-hmm. Sharing with that individual, hey, you're gonna get knocked down. You're gonna, you might even fall into this trap, but here's how you get out. Here's mm-hmm. how you continue to push towards your dream and your destiny and not allowing an individual to tell you you can't do something. Or not thinking sports is the end all be all. It's, you know, we can do more than, as a black man, I can do more than just put a football or basketball in a young black man's hands right that's so that's technically that's what's important to me good would you say that it is important to know what is important to us like to know our why yeah because then you're just walking aimlessly absolutely you're just wandering to and fro like a hamster on a... Is it a hamster? You know, I always say it's that. It's like, a hamster on a wheel. Yeah, on a wheel. Rat, ra- rat race. Absolutely. Yeah. Just kind of going in a circle. Knowing your why is important, but it's, that's not an overnight... I don't think it's an overnight process. Right. Like, my personal opinion, I think you have to go through some things to figure out your why. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there are some individuals who just woke up, hey, I want to create a computer, boom, Microsoft. Hey, mm-hmm. I want to create a platform where I can connect with my college friends, boom, Facebook. Right. You know, and it evolved, but the average individual has to go down some paths and figure out, hey, nah, I don't want this path, I want this one. Absolutely, or work through it to even get Microsoft, to get Facebook, right. you know, or just gain certain tools and knowledge and understanding to even know that that's the route that they want to go in the first place, but getting those tools, you know, is what helped you in getting there and then bringing the clarity to it, I think. Yeah. So I think that is important. Know your why. I think first, you know, really trying to figure out, you know, what your why is. Know your why. Find find out what it is. If everybody knew their why in the in the community, the community would be a lot stronger. There would not be a reason for single family households or for people to rob a bank or, you know, all these things that go on inside a, a community. You would not have that if everybody knew their purpose. So I disagree. Because yeah, I know it's I know it's (laughs) fine, but I'm going to say why I disagree. I disagree because I think that you could 
know your why, you can know your purpose, you just not operate in it. Like I talked to somebody the other day and they, it was something that they wanted to get done and they said, I'm just disappointed in myself because I don't know why it's taking me so long to do it. Like it was going, I think it's going on over a year or something. They just not getting this one thing that is simple, honestly, to be done. So it's more, you know, I could take the advantage to say, hey, what is it that I can do to help you, you know, in getting there? That's that community piece, right? When we bring that there, it's how can I help you if you know that that person is struggling? That person seems to feel, you know, to be weak. But also, I'm sorry, but also, just where what what is it that could be lacking or what could be hindering you you know from that why too because some people might think it's money some people might think it's you know it's time some people might think it's resources other resources than money so that's the reason why i disagree because it depends on the mindset of the person you may know it but because i feel like even though i know my why i don't even operate all the time in it i don't operate in doing certain things that i that I know I can do, should do, need to do um, all the time in it. And it takes help. It takes me trying to, okay, let me try to go this route or let me try to go that route or let me try to use this resource. So I think we all can get stuck there. And I think that's the reason why community is so important because if we don't have that village or we don't even tap into that village, because sometimes we can have the village too, right? We can have it right and not utilize it, right? So I think... It's important that we do utilize it and we do tap into our community as much as possible so we can make sure we are carrying out that why. Right. Makes sense. So we were asking the different questions, right, about what is important to you, what are your strengths, how you're... I don't even know if we asked about like how you're investing your time because that's a good one too. But going back to the strengths question that we had, how do you use your strengths? Like what is it that you give? In the community. In the community, yeah. That's like a uh, that's like holding a mirror up to your face. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you actually doing to better this community, or are you part part of the problem? I think for me, right now, it is helping individuals create wealth in real estate. I think there is a lack of knowledge around that. Um, we generally view real estate as just a place where we live and we develop this emotional attachment to property when most of our people that will be their biggest investment their entire life so why aren't we as a people taking advantage of this resource you know why aren't we getting these 3% Two and a half percent interest loans or, you know, buying that triplex or multiplex unit building and creating wealth that way. Um, So it's it's helping our people understand that this is a this is like the gold rush. This is the modern day gold rush. You don't have to go out there and dig for it. Every corner you go on, there's probably a piece of property or a piece of land that can be bought. You know, you can go out and buy that $5,000 lot and just sit on it or find a developer who wants to put a parking garage on it, whatever it may be. So, you know, helping other individuals create wealth and real estate. I know you and I did some community service at the Dove's Nest. 
Yeah, we've done a lot of community service over the um, years. Try to definitely stay within the community. This time, it has been very interesting, of course, uh, but yeah. we try to do things. It's been more, I think, financial than it has uh, out there, you know, right. in the community and helping. But it's in also a focus on our family. We try to make sure that we are investing in them and uh, building them up in the best way possible, too. So given whatever strengths that we have, whether it's financial, emotional, educational, you know, we, we give it to them. Spiritual. Right. We, we give it to them. So within the community. And what's the things that you want to do that you haven't really done? Because I think, you know, even you said that just now about building wealth through real estate and you're doing that, you know, right now um, with others by not just saying, hey, let's list this house and let's go and show you some other things, but you're doing it in a different way too, where you're working in the best interest of your customer, but then also going outside the box for them as well. So I think getting into teaching, um, whether it's speaking, whether it's, you know, you and I hosting a seminar, really teaching and educating individuals about the purpose of a house. Like once you really understand the definition of what real estate is, it changes your perspective on that particular building. At least it did for me. Right. I no longer view, no matter where we stay, I don't view it as this is my house. I got to live here forever. I just view it as an investment. Right. I'm going to buy it for the best price possible and hopefully sell it at a higher price. Right. And create wealth that can be passed down. Or, you know, sell something in a 1031 exchange where you don't have to pay taxes, keep deferring that tax to a later date, which it's not that information is not taught to the average consumer. Right. More you have to generally pay for that. Right. Well, we ain't teaching for free, though, all the time, too, babe. But but no, I think that if it's in you and, you know, you have it, definitely share it. And I get that over time, as things progress for you, too, it becomes overwhelming. So, you know, your time is valuable and you have to put a price on that, you you know, know, at times as well. Well, I'm the stiff arm king. I'll. Trust me, if I don't want to be reached, I won't, you know, you won't be able to reach me. <laughs> well, no, same here, but I'm just saying, <laughs> just being like, just as far as we're talking to an audience and we don't want people to feel like we're trying to say, use your talents and not get paid at times because, you know, it is valuable. And so if you know that there's an opportunity for you to help someone and then be helped as well on a financial aspect of things, um, also, you know, by all means, charge. <laughs> But uh, that's I agree with you on the teaching piece. And I think that that's what I want to do, too. I want to be able to uh, teach leadership and development skills to help people in walking in their true self, knowing who they are, feeling confident and comfortable in that and being compassionate about helping others grow in that as well. That's how we have good leaders out here. That's how we have, you know, great development skills out here and develop well, not just develop to. Um, to try to manage others and dictate or be authoritarians over others. Right. So we want to be mindful about our time, where we're investing it, who we're investing it with, how we're investing it. So we we want those things to be important to us, just as important as it is, you know, of knowing your gift, of knowing your why, knowing your purpose, because that's part of the journey. You're not just trying to go somewhere just to go and say you went. You're trying to go because you're going with purpose. You're doing it for a purpose. And that's how we create this healthy community. That's how we help one another. 
like we said before, I know I can't cook, so I'm not going to try to come to your house and teach you about some dish when I know I'm not, you know, a cook, but I'll probably help you find somebody or even a book (laughs) to help you get there. So let's just use our resources in the right manner so we can support one another and, and share that same compassion of trying to help the other person meet their purpose. Right. I agree with you. We need community more than ever now. No matter who is president, the way the the state of this, the country is in, as a you know, innocent entirety, we're so divided and closed off. Mm-hmm. Like everybody is social distancing. I can I can no longer go to a door and stick my hand out to shake mm-hmm. this individual's hand. I have to stand there, and we just both looking at each other. Like, what are we supposed to do? And I feel like it's so weird. I think that we had started to um, talk about this in the beginning of quarantine where I was, it had hit us. We were watching something. I can't remember what it was, but it hit me like for us to be connected, to be in relationship with one another is so important to God because the same way he created Adam by just taking him from the dust and creating man, he could have did that for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. But instead, now granted, there was some other factors into this, but instead he had us to come through another person. Like that to me says a lot about relationship. That to me says a lot about how connected he wants us to be. That to me says a lot about community. And I think that we all should understand how important it is for us to be connected, how important we are to one another and treat each other with love and compassion and care and integrity, you know, and definitely humility. So we want to end it with a quote from Coretta Scott King, which says, The greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its members. So the greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassion, compassionate actions of its members. If there's no love, if there's no compassion, there's no care, there's no respect, there's no humility. And the actions are a bad impact. It doesn't help. Right. It doesn't help. So we hope that this has helped you all get excited about getting more involved as a community member (laughs) and just getting more involved in just your why and operating with purpose. Get out there and vote, guys. Listen to these debates. Do research on the people who are running for office in all of these different areas. Just do something in your community that is helpful, that is impactful, that is good. You've been listening to the Boiling Noodle Show. Until next week, keep boiling Boiling your noodles. noodles.